Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is Q&K number three, festive edition. <laughs> I can't believe we're on number three. Well, I that can. means 30 episodes, which is... That's actually a ton. Yeah. We have so much content for you guys. No, I'm serious. Because <laughs> I was looking the other day at this um, YouTuber's channel. They've been around a lot longer, so I feel like they must have deleted a bunch of episodes. Yeah. Um, which I feel like happens with YouTubers, especially ones that started a lot earlier because they feel that the quality is now so like far changed, person, yeah. right? Which I, I kind of like the old YouTube where it's just like yeah. a thrown together film on my webcam video, but whatever. Your old shitty videos. Yeah. And your new shitty videos. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to keep the level of shit. Yeah. People need to know. Consistent. It crap. hasn't gotten better and it won't. <laughs> Oh my god! But uh, yeah, so basically, I was looking, and they they literally had twenty seven uh, videos up, yeah. and I was in shock because I was just like, "Oh, that seems so surprising to me," because it seems like they put out content so frequently. I'm like, we put out this fucking podcast like every week. We missed a few. <laughs> we missed a few. But yeah. to be fair, in thirty episodes, I think we've only missed like four weeks. Yeah. I think right? so. there was like a, a little bit of a spam there. There was like a couple week period in a row. Yeah. That might have been two or three weeks. And then there's been one or two other times where Besides that, like pretty consistent. Pretty consistent. Yeah. You know? So I, I'm proud of us. Yeah. I think well. we've done really well. And if you are just tuning in or have recently started, please go back and listen to those other episodes because yeah. um, I think a lot of times when people, you know, just start, they just start listening to the new content. Yeah. Um, but we've got some good shit out there. But also the best part is, like, we, I feel like we had, like, we found our bearings, I think. Yeah, like, we had true. segments, they weren't working. Yeah. We, like, they were funny still, but, you know. That's we, what we, I want to know. Who listening has been here since I can explain, and even more so, <laughs> gay SMR. Those are the good old days. The good old days. <laughs> because I can explain we just recently chopped, like, yeah. a few weeks ago. We back. also didn't really say anything. We were just, like, low-key, like. Stop. Yeah, we didn't make any announcement. There was no, like, like what do we do for polls, Instagram polls? Yeah. It was just like, nah. I think we, yeah, yeah. I think we just, we just were like, let's not do this ever again. Yeah. But KSMR, we did do polls, and it was 50-50. Yeah, but 50% means that's enough. It means 50 I, I people. I feel like some of those people were also tossing us a nice one. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. Also, maybe we're glass half empty people, but to me that says stop it. Yeah, because exactly. Half the people, I don't think, oh, half the people like it. I think half the people are literally like, shut Fucking the fuck up. It. Like, stop. Like, not even dislike it. Like, enough to vote against <laughs> yeah. it where you, you, they know you can see their name. Yeah. Like, please, just yeah. don't ever do this again. Shots um, were fired that day. Yeah, but I mean, hey, if you aren't already... Sorry, I have a big fucking glass of wine, so if you're rattling going on, it's that. If you aren't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast or on Twitter at I Can Explain Pod. And if you have been here since KSMR, let us know in the comments of Instagram or tweet us on Twitter. Uh, did you like it? Do you miss it? I'm just curious, like, who's still listening from <laughs> then? Or if everyone who listened then was, like, God, never again. Yeah, they didn't listen. Like, shit. Yeah. Did we lose any fans because of Gay Smart? Well, I guess they wouldn't be listening. So how would we fucking know? Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, no, I am proud of us because even other friends that have podcasts, they do it, you know, bi-monthly or they'll do like one a month. Yeah. It's a very, I feel like podcasting for a lot of people is their 
secondary or third thing that they do in the sense that, you know, they'll get a YouTube following and then they do a podcast right. on the side. But this well, is all we have. Yeah. <laughs> Speak for your fucking self. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But I take it just as seriously. Like, I try and put out a video a week on my YouTube channel. Yeah. Brand I'm still on YouTube. Um, Sean, what's your YouTube? Oh, yeah, you don't have one. Sorry. Um, I try to, you know, Sorry. design houses really incredibly well in my career, <laughs> but not like you would know anything about a creative career, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking savage. Um, but I try and put out a week. A video a week on YouTube, and I take the podcast just as seriously. Like it's not like a side thing. Oh, when we have time. Sorry, my dog's joking. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that, but that She's was fine. something. She's We're fine. Yeah. That's just what happens after she drinks water. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think we both take it very seriously. We appreciate all of you who listen, and we extra extra appreciate all of you that listen that are either following us or subscribing to us on the platform you listen on. Exciting. We are only five away from 100 followers on SoundCloud. Woo! So if you listen there, please give us a follow because it really, really does help us out. You know, this whole internet thing, it's all about fucking algorithms and all that shit. So just by clicking, it really doesn't change your life at all, but it really helps us get in other people's ears which we appreciate. Yeah. We yeah. love getting in those ears. We love just getting <laughs> deep into those But ears. also, like, after 30 episodes, like, I feel like we're still, like, having just the time of our lives, mm-hmm. you know? So... I haven't yet felt like... Which I honestly thought was going to happen after, like, 10 episodes. I thought we were going to come out of the gate, have ideas... Yeah. And then it was going to be, like, fucking high and dry. Like, what are we talking about? Well, I think that, like, the good thing is that topics kind of like naturally come up from our friendship as well like we'll talk about something over text and then we're like oh we should do an episode about this yeah which is like i don't know fun natural fun flirty Mm -hmm. great fun i think it's also like super authentic authentic yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) no but it's true because things come up in just like our daily lives or pop culture or like the time of the year like the last two episodes which are holidays and as two people in the lgbtq Plus community with very different experiences, we can weigh in on those as they naturally come up. Yeah. And I think when we first started, I was like, oh, we're going to talk about like five gay things and then it's going to be what the fuck else? So that you forgot that you're gay and you're living every and day I'm just gay. Like, so. And then we're going to have to change it to like a DIY <laughs> podcast, which would be possibly the worst Same category of podcast <laughs> ever because you don't know what's happening. And you just have to guess. Now, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we could do exactly it. Exactly that. <laughs> but no, I, I, I think we are still really on a roll. I already in my mind, and I know you do too, have other topics that we want yeah. to discuss and we're excited to talk about. But as always, um, as mentioned before, hit us up on social media at I Can Explain Podcast or on Twitter at I Can Explain Pod. Or us personally at Sean.Lusk at Brian Williamson. And let us know. What do you want to hear about? What do you want us to talk about? Because you are the people that are tuning in. We really appreciate it. You're still here on the 30th episode. And if there's things that we're missing, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. If you want to hear my bitch mouth talk about something, Hell yeah. hit me up. <laughs> here. If you want to hear me drink wine and in between sips, It'll chat a little. If you want to hear oh. Brie drink her wine like a serial killer in a glass full of ice, it'll be Which is also, it's bad enough just in a regular social setting that ice. I ask for eight ice cubes, yeah. but this is what's happening. ASMR. 
<laughs> We're bringing it back. <laughs> Just a long-winded intro. <laughs> so this whole episode will be gay as yeah. well. Just my ice cubes rattling the whole time. I need a fucking straw. Oh my god. Yeah. You look like like that Amy Schumer skit where her like wine mm. gets like comically larger. Oh yeah, yeah. It, you're, it looks stupidly big. I know it's a big fucking glass. Yeah, she's a hefty girl. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, who Amy Schumer for me <laughs> or the oh glass? My god. <laughs> <laughs> it was too easy of a joke. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you hit it off. I really had to, you know, just take it out of the park. Whew. Okay, so this is Q and Gay Q number and three. Gay. So yep. we asked for some cues for us to gay. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> <laughs> and this we asked for some festive holiday additions because mm-hmm. I think this comes out on Christmas Eve. Are you, no way. Are you serious? No. No, no, the 17th. The 17th. So Close one enough. Week. <laughs> so you'll have a whole week to listen to this yeah. over and over again to keep the holiday spirit. But it's still December, bitch, so you can't escape the Yeah, it's true. As much well, so if, if you want to get to know us better, like, we talk about topics all the time. First of all, obviously, you can follow us on social media, but it, tune in to those other two episodes that we did, edition one and edition two of uh, Q&Gay, because we answer a lot more broad yeah. questions um, that and are also just like, more general. Not tons of people listen to us, you know? So, like, if you ask a question, we're going to see it. We're, oh, we're, oh, we're going <laughs> to we'll see answer it. it. I know. I think sometimes people think that they're going to ask and, like, maybe it'll get answered. Yeah, no, no, no. We, we are answering your fucking questions. <laughs> so, here we go. I'm excited. Me too. Okay. So, funny enough, we just talked about how this is going to be holiday edition, and I got one that is... Not very holiday edition, but I thought, why not? Let's get out of the way then. Um, Sarah said, I might be super out of the loop, but what is the meaning of your podcast logo, picture, and name? Oh, what I be branding questions. <laughs> Who knew? Um, the meaning of the name was that like, I can explain because like, it's kind of when you're caught in an awkward situation. Yeah. You're like, wait, hold up. I can explain. And that's kind of yeah. what we felt related to, like, a lot of gay topics. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, you're kind of maybe caught with, like, a straight person asking you a question. You're kind of caught in a situation. You're like, I can explain. Totally. So that was kind of our intention, mm-hmm. I think. And it also ties into the fact that basically what we're doing every week is we have a topic. And we're just talking about it in our own way. Explaining yeah. our own experiences. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of a funny way of saying, Hey, listen, we're going to talk about an LGBTQ plus related topic and through our own experiences, discuss what that meant to us yeah. with awareness that I think for me, why I like, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it too, thinking back, why I like the name is it was brief thinking about this for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what does it mean? No, no. When I, we first chose it, why I liked it also is. I think we were both heightenedly aware that we're talking about us. Yeah. So I didn't want it to be, I've seen a lot of LGBTQ plus podcasts. I'm not going to rag on any of them, but their names are very broad as if it's an educational podcast for an entire umbrella of people, or even it'll be a smaller segment, like a lesbian podcast. And they're talking as if they're speaking for lesbians or speaking for trans people. Yeah. And why I like the name I can explain is yes, we're talking about LGBTQ plus topics, but it's I. Yeah. So it's very like personally. Exactly. It's not like tuning to this podcast to know everything about 
this demographic of people. Yeah. It's tuning to this podcast to listen to us talk about our experiences, explain our experiences, and maybe you relate and maybe you disagree. Yeah. And that's kind of the beauty of it. Well, that's the thing is like the saying for me, like when you're kind of caught in a situation that maybe you should be in or whatever, mm-hmm. is like, you're like, I can explain, but it's about like, you're like, listen, mm-hmm. I just sucked his dick. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's very personal. And yeah, so it is. Our and our podcast is very personal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then for like the logo and the imagery, um, it was kind of like we're talking heads. Like that's yeah. kind of what inspired me was that like that's all we are to people listening. Yeah. Like we're, it's not a video. Like we're literally just talking heads. So that mm-hmm. was kind of like the joke of like these are our talking heads. Yeah. And then we're like held by our ears because like it's like listening. Yeah. And also it kind of like for me was that it like looked like people almost like caught us. Then. Mm-hmm. Like you know they were like got him. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like I can explain. Yeah exactly. It ties yeah. into the name that we both kind of look like we're a little disheveled and shocked and yeah. kind of just. And somebody just snatched our heads off. So true. Because I mean from the start we knew there was no part of this podcast that was going to be scripted or overthought. It was literally just going to be Incredibly us. Underthought, <laughs> literally, kind of just caught with our pants down, if yeah, you will, yeah. just explaining shit as it rolls out. And you know, sometimes we say things in the not a perfect way, as you know, if you fucking listen. Especially last episode. <laughs> oh my god, last episode was a mess. But we do our best, yeah. and we're just explaining from our hearts and our experiences, and trying to give one more perspective to someone out there who. A, might need it because they've never met someone from the LGBT community and are learning more about it, or they have a friend that they're afraid to ask these questions to, and maybe they can learn something from us, or maybe you relate, right? Maybe you are in the LGBTQ community, and uh, this is a comfort to you listening to it because you get us on some level. And I'm sure those people who get us on some level also disagree with us on some level, which is part of the fun of it. I hope so, because my opinions are hot turds. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god they are yeah. that's so true yeah, no, no. That. I'm actually speaking of I'm looking for a new co-host <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we'll be doing a, po- a contest on I Can Explain Podcast Instagram coming this week yeah I choose my successor <laughs> it's been a fun it's been a fun 30 episode no, show the tribe has spoken <laughs> to you. okay on to the next yeah so the second question is have you all ever felt guilty for having accepting families surrounding sexuality? For example, more accepting family families than your partners or LGBTQ friends to the point where you try to not discuss accepting families around them. Um, that's a great question. Yeah. You never asked that. So like props to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I friend wise, probably not because yeah. like, this is the thing I also kind of feel guilty saying this so maybe this is the point yeah but like a lot of my close friends that came out had very similar experiences to Mm -hmm. me but I also think that's just because like I come from a decently like open community yeah like for the most part so friends not really I would say more dating like I have been on dates with or dated people that haven't been out and I do feel I I don't know if guilty is the right word I feel like apprehensive you're being a little careful about yeah because I don't want to make them feel like my experience is the norm because I I know that it's not but it's also hard to talk about 
your family if it was a really positive experience mm-hmm. without being like like braggadocious I feel yeah yeah I, I also know. really like that you said braggadocious is that a word no it is now it is I loved it thank you um honestly my honest answer with my gut answer is, is no right because I feel like it would be doing a disservice to my family and my friends that have been so wonderful in my coming out to dull how accepting and wonderful they were. Right. Because in that sense, it feels like everything I wanted my family or friends to be, I got. And then in turn, I didn't give them that credit and I didn't... um, like downplay it. Yeah, I yeah. downplayed it, yeah. which I think is would be a ridiculous thing to do considering that's what we all want and what we're all trying to promote and hope for in the world is that there's going to be more than that. Yeah. And I think, honestly, a big problem with me when I was coming out and growing up was I heard a lot of sad stories. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, that's just media. You know, like you hear more about the breakups than the dating. You know, you hear more about death than life. Like, that's just reality, like... The media loves a sad story. YouTube loves a sad story. Everyone's seen it. You're scrolling. The breakup videos do better than a couple happy. You know, it's just the way it goes. Um, So I think a problem for me growing up was that I heard so many negative experiences. That you wanted to, like, do your part in sharing a positive one. Exactly. Yeah. I think, like, a big part of me starting my channel was showing that it was okay. Yeah. And not okay to be gay, but that there was there was a place in this world for positivity also not just for the people that were LGBTQ and hadn't come out yet, but but allies for allies and for parents, because I think there's, there's a part of the internet that makes it look like you would be not the norm to be accepting, which kind of makes it seem more taboo to be accepting. Whereas if a parent or an ally stumbled across my video and then maybe in the future had, you know, a family member or a friend come out, they'd realize that, oh, there's my family sitting there with me on vacation and, and my girlfriend is totally chill and it's Just all like good. Super Whereas if all they had seen was negative experiences, then maybe they'd feel more condoned in reacting negatively. Right, right. Yeah, I guess that. So I feel like every story is valid and every situation is completely valid and there's so many people that I wish so badly for them that they had an experience more like myself. But I also think that a positive story is just as important to tell as a negative story. Yeah. So I don't think, I think guilty is the wrong word. I think I feel like I wish that that could have happened for some of my friends or people that I've dated. I wish so badly it could have, it breaks my heart. It really does. Like in relationships, being with people that that doesn't happen for, it is excruciating yeah it is literally like horrifying to love someone and know that they don't have what you have right um but at the same time i don't feel guilty that i have that i just want it for more people i think mostly if any guilt would to have come from like my experiences Mm -hmm. would probably have been that like i did kind of feel guilty that i was probably the first one of my friends to come out to their family right so i kind of felt guilty that i was like 
creating these experiences as my like authentic self before they my friends to. could. Yeah. And then they did and it was mm-hmm. great, but I kind of felt like I was like mm-hmm. a step ahead, which right. is like a weird way to look at it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I will also say this for a lot of people, my family is a safe ground. Right. So I have both friends and uh, significant others that, you know, while they might not be getting that from their family, gets to experience that with mine. Yeah. So in a way, me talking about how open my family is, it's so when I invite friends over or when I invite, you know, people over and I'm having a family, big family dinner or, uh, you know, recently my sister had her engagement party and a couple of my friends came and it's like, I want it to be known how excited my family is because it's like, you can walk in and hold your girlfriend's hand here. Yeah. Like you can walk in and be yourself. You do not have to dull or like lessen your experience, lessen your experience for, yeah. for them because they are so open. Mm-hmm. So in that way, I feel like I want to share it more. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I also understand how like bringing that up can be like hard or triggering for some people. And I don't, devalue people feeling that way if they hear me talking about that I think that that's completely valid yeah my dog is just casually digging a hole in her bed that doesn't need to exist okay okay she just gave you the stink did she she was like she's a bitch lady yeah Yeah. okay let's get a little lighter here okay shall we okay what is your favorite Christmas movie for example, mine is Scrooge. Okay. Is Scrooge a Christmas movie? Yeah. Oh. Uh, when I picture Scrooge, I picture Scrooge McDuck. No, oh, that's the, the DuckTales version of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's like, you know, like the... Oh, like the Ghost of Christmas yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. got it. And your favorite... Ah, oh, All together. <laughs> I wish I could say I was going to edit that out, but I'm far too lazy to do so. And your favorite weather during Christmas. Okay. Is it so, Am I up? Yeah, go right ahead. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> um, favorite weather during Christmas. I love a white Christmas, mm-hmm. but I also love, like, a tropical Christmas. Uh. Um, because my family has, like, gone away. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I feel like we kind of touched on this in the past episode but uh christmas can be a very uh, tumultuous time yes so sometimes it's just safer to get away but I hear that, yeah. if i'm in my home of vancouver bc i love a white christmas which is like kind of mm. rare for us yeah um but i just love like waking up on christmas mm. morning and like it's just like the perfect and it's nice that we live somewhere that that can happen totally um, it's also kind of nice that it doesn't happen every year because oh, when yeah. it does happen, you like it's appreciate special. it so much. You're like, yeah, fuck it up. Well, I also think that when people listen and they hear me talking about snow, like even on YouTube or whatever, yeah. um, that live in places that snow all year, I understand that's like so inconvenient said, totally. for them. Yeah. In Vancouver, what happens is it snows for like maybe a week. Yeah. So when I say like I love snow, it's because it's like, Woo! It's like oh, slightly inconvenient, but like oh, it's so magical and beautiful. But if it happened for like four months straight, I'd be like, get out of here! Yeah. Like this is so annoying. Um, but I was saying to Julia, my girlfriend, today that last year at this time we were house sitting at my parents' house, which we are right now because they're in Mexico, and uh, so <laughs> recording live from the Williamson household, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, it was like 
like, do you remember last this time last year? It was like four that was feet when I of came snow. That's how for the first time in my little yes! booties. <laughs> you left your little booty marks yeah. from the snow on the. That sounds about your booty marks. <laughs> I was just like snow. scooching my ass <laughs> down the driveway. That's booty marks all over. Oh my god. But yeah, I, mean, I did tend to leave booty marks. <laughs> <laughs> we literally built like a full snowman in the yeah. backyard, and we were like running around with my dog Lucy in the snow, and Julie was like shoveling the driveway, and it just felt so holidays like it was just so like picture perfect like wake up in the morning we have the christmas tree and christmas lights and julie's like out shoveling the driveway and i'm making tea inside it just was so picture perfect and i was like i miss that um so i love that i've never not been home for christmas and by home i mean like at my parents house um every year even i stay over christmas eve at my parents house I've never been on a vacation for Christmas. So for me, that would be so weird because to me, it's like, I want to be here. If all of a sudden next year, my parents were like, let's go away for Christmas. Don't get me wrong. I'd be like, fuck yeah, vacation. Let's go. Like I love sunshine. I love going away, but there would be a part of me. I think that missed the typical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also really do like speaking of weather since we're on the topic. And I mean, everyone loves the deep topic of weather. Where's this going? Where's it going? (laughs) Um, I like, I feel very lucky that we live in a place that has seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when we, I was in Cabo recently. Cabo is so beautiful and everyone's so lovely there. And I was talking to a lot of people that are local to Cabo and they were saying how it like rains like maybe seven days out of the year and never, obviously never snows and otherwise it's just sunny. And that's fantastic. And I think a lot of people would love that. Julia, my girlfriend would love that. She's like, I could be somewhere that was sunny every day. Right. I like rain. I like snow. I like crisp fall I days. To, I need to excuse, excuse you, ma'am. Me. Um, I like to like because I feel like I just have moods, you know. Like I yeah. need to go through like the seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. Like I need to hit all those points in my ear. And yeah, that's part of my life. I didn't have seasonal depression in like the fucking sun. No, don't <laughs> think so. Um, and then you just, that's just moved, regular depression. Yeah, I was gonna say you moved to un- yeah. unseasonal depression. Okay, what was the other part of this question? Movie. What is your favorite Christmas movie? I have a few that I love. Even though last episode I talked about how much I like hate the like that most of the movies are just like the kind of typical mm. straight yeah. theme. I do love some of those movies still. Uh-huh. Um, our classic family mm. one is White Christmas. Is that the black okay, and white yeah, one? Yeah. Um, that's like my mom's favorite Christmas movie. I don't even really know if I like it. It's just <laughs> it's that just it's like, part of the thing. My mom loves it. So like we usually watch that. Mm. Um, Isn't it weird about traditions when you actually think like, do I actually like this or is it just happening because I've always done it and I'm attaching the, the likeness to, to memory? Totally. Because that's kind of how I feel about, we talked on the previous episodes yeah. about how I watch Christmas Vacation every year. Terrible movie. Right? Like I, but the thing is in my heart, I love it. But if I actually like sat down and just deciphered it as a movie, like, would I, you know? Yeah. And it's just, and also I've seen it so many times. It's not like funny anymore for the sense of like, Oh, that joke really got me. Yeah. It's funny because I know what's coming and we all make a joke out of the same thing. Right. So I think that's part of like the holidays is you just, you yeah. like certain things because you actually like them and you like other things because it's just always happens. Yeah. So that's how I feel about White Christmas. I also like that movie is so long, mm-hmm. like so mm-hmm. long. Um, I love the Grinch, like yeah. the live action Grinch. I love Elf. Yes, I love Elf. Um, and I love the holiday. Like with Cameron Diaz and Jack Black. That's Julia's like I, love ghost. I think that's probably like my favorite 
holiday movie. I love like especially that Cameron Diaz like goes to fucking like the UK. Yeah, that's a great and movie. Stays at that girl's house and then fucks her brother in the yeah, first that's, night. That's such a twist. And she's like, "Should we have sex?" And like and she's like, like owning it right yeah. there. And like I stand, uh, "Should we have sex?" Cameron Diaz. Same. Because you know what? That's actually like mo- I would argue like most of the times I've had sex is kind of how it comes up. Yeah. <laughs> like, should we do? Should this we do thing? this? Should we bang it out? Should we do it? <laughs> Hell yeah! What about you? Um, Besides Christmas vacation. Yeah, Christmas vacation for the like. I do find it funny, but it, I just yeah. I can't detach whether I genuinely find it funny. It's too blended now. Like, yeah, it's too blended with my like memories and traditions. <laughs> Uh, is she genuinely funny or, or is it just do happening? I just have memories Every with her? <laughs> is it just it's, it's it's a part tradition. of my schedule? <laughs> Fuck. Um, I do love um, live action Grinch. I will say I have a special place in my heart for I have a VHS tape that we have since converted to DVDs. Yeah. Um, and it is the best thing ever because it's when, you know, back in the day when you recorded TV on VHS, I bet you some of the listeners were literally not alive for that. Um, and my parents recorded it when I was like three and every year growing up, we would play this. And it was, do you remember the like Frosty the Snowman and the Rudolph Red Nose Reindeer and all those ones. All in the weird claymation. claymation, But there were only like, as a kid, you thought of them as full movies. They're only like they're 20 so minutes short. long or like 15 minutes. Like they're like the so short. Snowman. Yeah, the Abominable yeah. Snowman and all those. Yeah. So those are my like all-time favorites. Also, you know what I just realized? What? Sorry, this is going to Go right ahead, yeah. A few episodes ago, with the mm-hmm. Holidays Part 1, mm-hmm. I was trying to think about what that doll was. Groovy Girls. That's what they were called. Groovy? That's what my sister had. Yeah, Groovy yes. Girls. Yes, yes, we couldn't think of the name yeah, of it. Yes. Forever, if you listen to Holidays Part 1, tune in. When we say, like, American Dolls or whatever the fuck yeah, we were guessing. Yeah, it's Groovy Girls. Yeah. But yes. I was like, soft Barbies. Yeah, literally. But now, that's when my sister tried. I missed the Groovy Girls thing. Yeah. My sister was full I force was on the Groovy Girls. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but, so this VHS, what's special about it is that, A, those are just, like, fucking classics and awesome. Definitely. Um, but also... Because it's recorded on live television, yeah, all the commercials are in between. That's cute. And I, like, remember the commercials. And the commercials are, like, just, like, I will not fast forward them. They're yeah. just fun to watch because they're literally from, like, 1992. Yeah. 19, no, not that old. 1996, let's say. And it's, like, old chocolate commercials, like, Purdy's Chocolate. They're so cute. And, like, cute little commercials back when commercials were just actually telling you, like, what the product was and like how much it costs so, and like, like someone was you. and someone was just like smiling holding it up. They're like, it's chocolate. Yeah, it's <laughs> great was, for was, your wife this Christmas. And then it's like a wife and a husband like under Christmas tree like smiling and like mm, chocolate. Yeah. And it's just so classic with the whole thing. And those will always have a special place in my heart. And then newer ones, I do love the holiday. I do um, love, although like the more I think about it as I get older. Um, love actually I'm like there's some fucked up shit totally. going on in that yeah, yeah. like when I first watched it I was like this is all cute that sign guy fuck that so guy creepy. Yeah. fuck that guy yeah. like it's so cute when you're watching it and you're like 
14 years old and you're like, oh my God, can you imagine if a guy wanted me that bad or a girl wanted could me that bad? Could you imagine if a guy they just showed up loved me? <laughs> and they just showed up and they did that, like they cared really that much. And the reason that movie worked for that scene that everyone thinks is so romantic is because they did not make her actual husband a developed character. Totally. So you had no investment to him. Yeah. He was just kind of in the background showing the movie. I think he said like four fucking sentences the whole time. So he was not developed at all. His fucking best buddy is there hitting Ruining his wife yeah. in secret like a fucking scumball. And then she's just like, okay, this will always be my secret. I'm sorry. Julia, if Alex, Alex, if you're listening, my best friend, fucking shows up Christmas week Post with signs outside. <laughs> a, Alex is no longer my friend. And B, Julia, you better sure as hell better slide the door and run up to me and be like, um, Alex, Alex just showed up outside with creepy you know ass signs. <laughs> like, what the yeah, hell? No, it's fine. It's so creepy. And then I love that another storyline in that is about, like, the husband cheating. And then it's like, really oh, all okay as well though oh but yeah and then they just like kind of like yeah. sweep it. it was the whole thing is fucking weird very weird but i do like i like the music in that movie it's a great soundtrack yeah. i like the whole i like any of those movies where it's like a lot of things going on right. and it's like, all tied together in a weird way and um what else do i like i like a lot of the like more traditional christmas stories but not too traditional and by traditional i mean like the Grinch, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, not traditional as in, like... Jesus. Yeah, like <laughs> the old-time, like, tales, yeah, yeah. you know? So, yeah. How about that? Bring the myrrh. Yeah, the myrrh. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't see any shit. <laughs> Although, when I was... Also, like, sorry, oh, this yeah, is cutting you off. Please, yeah, um, when I we lived in... <laughs> Listen, I just got to give the people what they want. <laughs> entertainment content. Um, when I lived on Fraser, speaking yeah. of religion, yeah. when I lived in Mount Pleasant, which is like nobody, if you don't live in Vancouver, knows where it is. Not where I live now. Yeah. Um, I was walking to go pick up food uh-huh. at this vegan Chinese place down the block. Mm-hmm. And I was walking with like my boyfriend That's at so the time. Vancouver, a yeah, I know. And we're walking by a church and there is a live nativity scene oh yeah i've been to one on the steps of the church everything set up real fucking donkeys and goats oh yeah on the side of like a busy street and everybody's like oh my god how amazing and i'm like what the fuck is happening so this was gonna tell you in north van i used to go to this church yeah classic like white people become Christian just around Christmas. Anyways, that's a whole other fucking thing. Um, but my family every year would go to this church where they had like five walks. Okay. In the main room, they had a choir that was singing Christmas carols. Okay. And then you would have time slots and it'd be like at five fifteen, you walk through right. and you walk through with like a, like a baby Jesus. No, like a sh- <laughs> one of those sheep, like a herder. So he's dressed as like a herder with his little like candy cane shaped little right, yeah, thing. Yeah. And you go through a live action like nativity scene. And it's like, it was elaborate as fuck. It was like six rooms in a row. And on the first room, it would be like the baker scene, like at the market. And they'd have actual fucking real baked bread there. And like everyone's actors. like white people are so extra. Oh, so extra. Like, <laughs> so extra. So then we would go to the next room and it would be like, now we're like walking and we're the 
murders being brought and all this, and then the last one would be like baby Jesus. But it was like the last one was you like walk a real through, virgin giving birth. <laughs> it was like yeah, you literally, literally you walk through, and it would be like in each room you stood there for like five minutes and watched like a live skit, but you were in the middle of it. Yeah, and then you go to the next room and next room and next room. It was elaborate. So this is the funniest part about this whole thing. Crazy, right? I remember this growing up. My sister remembers this growing up. And to be fair, as a kid, because it's just a story to you at that age. Yeah. And to me, still just a story. Sorry. Controversial. <laughs> but at that age, it was fucking awesome. Because it was going through a Disneyland ride. I was like, oh, this is so magical. It's a story. Like, this is so cool. There's live actors and, like, fucking sheep and shit. Like, real live animals. Um, so we remember this growing up. We probably went to, like, maybe I was 13. Brooke was 10. My sister and flash forward, you know, 10 years, my sister and her now fiance and my parents are sitting around the dinner table and my girlfriend, Julia, and we're chatting about this and it comes up about like holiday traditions. And, uh, Jay, my sister's fiance goes, Oh, you won't believe this. When I was younger, every year I acted in a live oh, no. action thing that people walk through this church and my dad goes, what church? And we went and my sister's now fiance is like seven years older than her. So when she was literally like four, he was like playing like fucking like the shepherd that like brought us through and like no joke. Like he's like, Oh, I did it for like 10 years straight. And we went for like 10 years straight. That's wild. Isn't that weird? Yeah. But it's also like so North Van white people. I can't even contain it. (laughs) Okay. Well, now that we've heard me, well, he was baby Jesus. Yeah. I was four. (laughs) (laughs) No more like, like, yeah, I was baby Jesus. (laughs) And he was like the guy bringing myrrh. Oh my God. But it's just so weird. Like, do you ever think about that? Oh, that's a whole other podcast. We'll talk about that. Holy (laughs) Not festive. Oh my God. Okay. Keep it festive. We've got to get through some of these questions. Jesus. Rapid fire. Jesus. (laughs) Okay. Any of our religious listeners, I love you. And I, like, I respect any religion, really, like, whatever you believe. But I just talk also the way I believe. I hope I'm not offending anyone. I probably am. Fuck. Okay. Favorite holiday you have ever been on? Probably, like, the most recent vacation that I went on with my family. Like, when we went to Mexico last winter was, like, my favorite. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was just, like... No, good, great times. Good times. Yeah. yeah, my favorite is Portland. I will always have like a special place for Portland. I, um, if I could move to any city other than Vancouver, it'd be Portland. Yeah. I've traveled like so much beer for you. Oh, so much beer! It's so yeah. good. It's so good. Yeah, and like everything I love, like everything that me and Julia find to do in Vancouver is like all of Amplified, Portland. Yeah, you know, and I have traveled all over like. You know, my second would be I backpacked for four months in Europe. That was fucking fantastic. But the Portland over that. (laughs) No, honestly, because when I think about like somewhere where I really felt like this could be like another home, right? Was Portland. Like it's so hard, right? Because different vacations are good for different things. Certain ones are good because family, certain ones are good because I mean, I'm in Europe, I backpacked for four months, like the amount of experiences and places I saw. But then like Portland just felt like I was so comfortable there and also I was with Julia and it was one of the first like long trips we went on like a road trip down the coast yeah so it has like a special place in my heart because of that but also like we both said when we were there we're like if we weren't gonna live in Vancouver like if tomorrow we had to decide somewhere else to live and both of us have traveled like all over the world 
even before we knew each other, it would be Portland. Yeah. So. Portland's fun. So the next one we have is not a question. It says, I can't think of a question, but I hope you both have an amazing holiday season. And I love your podcast and I listen every week. Oh my God, cute. Isn't that cute? Thank you. You as well. I just thought that was so cute. We got actually a few that weren't questions. They were just like notes about our podcast. Um, (laughs) Like speaking points (laughs) could be better. (laughs) No, they were all very nice. So anyone who sent one uh, and just said like, hey, I love listening. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And um, hopefully you continue listening. It's just like actually genuinely awesome though that people like, we're such fuckers. You I know? know, totally. And like, it's just so nice to like know that there's like a community of people that are enjoying and, us like, being tuning. like idiots mm-hmm. all the time. Well, it's honestly, it actually, I think people sometimes when they listen to. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Lucy. I think people sometimes when they listen to podcasts or watch YouTubers or whatever it may be, assume because the internet is a big place that we don't see feedback or that we don't acknowledge it necessarily. And I know there are some YouTubers or podcasters or whatever it may be that don't. Um, But for me, it genuinely makes my day. Totally. Like when I see someone like recently I reposted on Instagram, a girl who did a review on our media and representation uh, episode and I literally got tagged in that post and I was like that is so cool that someone not only took the time to listen but then took the time to write about the totally. podcast like somebody like listen to our dumbasses talk about <laughs> something that resonated with them enough to like talk mm. about it more I was like that's yeah. fucking buck wild Absolutely. like so awesome it's really cool and I think that's something that like I hope for the I Can Explain podcast community is that Everyone knows it's a safe place to ask questions. It's the whole kind of point of I can explain is that there's no dumb questions. Like there's certain spaces where you might feel like it would be awkward to ask something or talk about something. And our podcast is just a free for all. And I also think it's a community of people that are open-minded to a learning and knowing that there's different experiences out there. So it makes me really happy when I like see tweets or whatever it may be. So we appreciate you yeah. all for that. There's and no that. dumb questions, but we will give dumb answers. <laughs> <laughs> that should be our slogan. Yeah. Oh my God. If we ever need a slogan, that That's is it. it. <laughs> okay. Next one. Um, what is the worst and best holiday gift you've ever been given? Okay. This is, a, this is not about me. Mm-hmm. I have a story though that makes me laugh so hard. Okay. So my friend, like, always is on Reddit and he's always just sending me like Reddit things and we just love going on like Reddit deep dives mm-hmm. and he found one that was what is like the worst it was this question basically right. and he posted what his experience with mm-hmm. it was and he has been dating this lovely guy for years and his was that his boyfriend last Christmas was given cheese by his boyfriend's brother. So, like, okay. his boyfriend's brother gave his boyfriend cheese. Okay. The kicker to this entire thing is his boyfriend is lactose intolerant. No. <laughs> yes. So, was it done purposely? It was not, like, a gag gift. It wasn't, like, like a ha-ha, no. you're lactose, here's a chunk of cheese. No, it was, like, enjoy your cheese. It was, like, I got you a fine cheese. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think that you're lactose intolerant. Oh. So, it's already, like, a weird gift, and it's also, like, oh, that will poison Yeah, you. literally. I will shark for days. Oh, 
Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so I just thought that was really hilarious and also timely yeah. now that we're talking about that. Um, the worst I have got. I haven't really gotten like maybe just like things I won't wear. Mm-hmm. Also, like it kind of applies to me is that like I'm vegan and I get a lot oh, of like okay. things that I can't eat. And yes. like I like people are still giving me presents, but like the amount of times that I get like mm-hmm. Super creamy extra milk chocolate. And I'm like, I will shit fire for yeah, like, like, the not next happening. two weeks. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I appreciate the thought and I love chocolate, but I can't eat your hellfire. Yeah, it's just not happening. Yeah. yeah. So probably like that, like things that people just don't realize. But besides that, like. Not so bad. Yeah. I have another story that's not mine, but it's really funny. So uh, a friend of mine, she said to her partner, um, you know, what do you want for Christmas? And they were like, this is when she was a lot younger. So it was kind of, you know, as you, as you get older, you answer this question, I'd say more honestly, but when you're younger, you're more like shy. Yeah. So she asked her partner and they like said what they wanted and they asked her what she wanted. And she was like, Oh, you don't have to get me anything. Like you don't have to get me anything. Like no worries about it. Like classic, like, Oh, I'm 16. Like, don't, like, but also classic anything. like bait and switch like you oh yeah close lie. like <laughs> yeah. that's a but that's the thing you'd assume everyone knows that that's a lie yeah. right but also now it would be like embarrassing to say that almost like if julia was like hey what do you want for christmas and i was like don't get me anything like i would only say that if i actually meant it yeah. now in my older age because that's just like a ridiculous Super thing to say right <laughs> 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 but uh so anyways the holidays roll around, no gift. And what are you supposed to do? I would be like, listen, you fucking idiot. <laughs> no, like, totally. Like, she was choked, but also she was like, they literally just took me seriously, so I'm going to sound like the most manipulative psycho. Totally. If you, I'm, that's like, kind of when you just have to, like, sit. You, like, you made your bed, and now And now I have to, die. like, where, but at the same time, like, you're that classic, like, person that's like, so you just, like, took that? Like, you didn't want to just get me something anyways? Like, blah, blah, blah. And it's just yeah. like, oh, my God, so painful. But... That's the funniest I can think of, even though it's not actually even a gift. It's a no gift. But that was the funniest story I've ever heard um, in that sense. I have honestly never gotten a really bad gift. I've had some awkward gifts. Um, So, like, for example, like, the first guy I ever dated when we broke up had bought me... I broke up with him, like, three days before my birthday. And he, like still brought it over Um, and like knocked on the door but it was like very like uncomfortable so it wasn't said in a way it wasn't like he came over and was like hey um you know I got you this gift and I bought it for you so I thought I'd give it to you anyways it was like uh like do you want this gift? Because if you take me back I will give it to you. Oh like a waited. It was it was like a a trade. Right. <laughs> Which You're was like, well, depends. Right? <laughs> Let me open it up and then I'll get back to you. Can you tell me the value? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it another week. Yeah. No. But I've never had like a bad gift. I mean, um, I've had some like gifts that are very like impersonal and you can tell they just went, but like who hasn't given impersonal gifts? All like the time. you know, the only gifts I can think of are that are things like I absolutely did not need or like towels or something. And that's from someone that's like, what else would they know? Like like, what else would they give me? Yeah. How would they know that you don't bathe? (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually I haven't really. 
Bahamas. <laughs> What's the best gift you've ever been given? Uh, I just slurred that entire sentence. Yeah. I was like, "What's the best gift you've ever been given?" She's put a giant glass of wine. Um, halfway through. I feel like this is really like dumb, mm-hmm. but it wasn't even a. a um, Christmas present. I think it was a birthday or like Valentine's Day. Okay. One of my exes that listens, um, hi, um, who hates olives. I thought this was adorable. Gave me a giant jar of olives. Oh, that's and so like, cute. I fucking hate olives, and I had to touch these and put them in this jar. I love that. Here's a jar of olives. Oh, and I, I love I that. I stand olives hardcore. Um, that was really cute and nice. I stand him. Salty. If he's listening, um, I just want to say that. And besides that, I don't know, like that cash money. <laughs> like, cash is always a good yeah. gift. Yeah. What about you? The best gift wasn't given to me on holidays. Like, I'm just thinking recently, Julia got me. I woke up to go to Buffer Festival, where I was, if you don't know my YouTube channel, I was creating a video at Buffer Festival, which was super personal and vulnerable to me. <clears throat> and I woke up the morning to go to the airport and in front of the like door leaving me and Julie's apartment there was like a wrap box and I opened it up and um before then I mean if you do follow me on social media you know that I'm very like not official yeah so a lot of YouTubers like have their whole setup and they have their whole like programs that they use and they have their agents and their editors and all this stuff I have none of that like it's literally my like junky ass camera that it's smashed around a hundred times and me and like any hopes I have of any knowledge of editing, right? And it shows. <laughs> okay. Listen, <laughs> like trash content. It's trash content. <laughs> so I was going to Barber Festival, and this was my first like YouTube festival or convention. Like I've never been to any of the like big con anything like that. And the fact that I got like asked to screen there was so cool to me, and still is. And it was like a really important moment to me anyways so I opened this box and Julia is so like not social media not YouTube knows nothing about anything about that kind of stuff (laughs) no it's true like she doesn't have any idea like what goes into it or anything she's super supportive but just this is so not her realm and there was like uh camera bag like a canon camera bag and an extra battery pack and she like went out of her way to go to the store and she like wrote down what my camera was and like snuck in and found that out to like get an extra battery and she went into the store and like asked the person working there like okay my girlfriend does youtube videos like she has been talking to me about like a week no not even a week a month before i had been saying how embarrassing it was that everywhere i went I just bought, like, an actual Canon camera because before then I shot on, like... That you bring it in, like, a Ziploc bag. Thing. No, I literally would bring <laughs> it, like, in... No, this is even more embarrassing. In the cardboard box it came in <sighs> with a styrofoam. Like, if I traveled with it anywhere, I would bring it in that. Okay, that's bad. Because I didn't have anything else to bring it in. It was, like, the first, like, a nice camera I've yeah. owned. And I got it, like, the year prior. And I didn't have anything to bring it in. And, like, anyone who owns a really nice camera like that knows, like you can't have a lens just like smashing around in your bag. Yeah. So I would literally repack it in the box that came in like absolute trash. And I was going to premiere and she left a note on the top of the box. And it was like, you know, since you're like, I don't remember exactly the wording, but it was basically like, 
I'm so proud of you. Uh, the last thing we can have is you looking like an amateur out there since you're such a pro and like, here's yeah. the bet. And it was just like, because she's so not in that realm and she doesn't even own a camera and she doesn't, she like, like that's not her. The fact that she like went out of her way to do that by something that like, she knew that like usually I would have gone to Buffer Festival. No, like with, how, with my box, yeah. with my Canon box from the store okay, with my styrofoam box and the note said maybe you can make some good content <laughs> for once <laughs> for once in your life smiley face so it was just so sweet like it was just like i think those are like you said with the all the thing it's those are the best gifts it's not about like how much they cost it's, it's the fact that and i think both of us funny enough said something that kind of drew the line of the person went out of the comfort zone even if it's something as silly as olives like that person hates olives and they know you like it so yeah. they so they went out of their way to do that. And Julia like wants nothing to do with like social media. Like that's not her thing. And she went out of her way to like do something for me. Yeah. Um, so that was like pretty cool, but yeah, I don't know. I've gotten a lot of good gifts. So okay. I, I just go on. <laughs> no, but everyone has, right? Like people are thoughtful. It's yeah. so fucking nice. You give good gifts. I'm sure. Cause you're very thoughtful. Oh, thank you. You come off as someone who would give good gifts. I think I give some good gifts. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah, I'm better than most people at giving gifts. <laughs> I'm serious. I can see that, yeah. But because you're also like a thinker. I, that's what it is, because yeah. I'm a thinker. You're an overthinker. I'm an overthinker. Is... So I don't just buy something that's like, oh yeah, that's nice. I literally like, someone will say something to me on April 12th, and then come December, I'm like, I remember on April 12th when they I'm mentioned they I'm also like they a lister, so I usually like have lists of things that people like mentioned or like things that I think mm-hmm. that they would like. I'm also like an overthinker in the way I'm like, if I don't get them a good present, they're going to hate me. Yeah. So that's kind of what I put on myself. <laughs> Very true. On that note, thank you all for your questions. We did not get to all of them, but I mean, we're running over time. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we will get to the rest at a later date. I tried to save the ones that weren't holiday focused for maybe the next Q and gay. Um, so we'll pass those on. And also if you want to be involved in the next Q and gay, you can go to at I can explain podcast on Instagram you can also follow us personally at Sean Lusk and at Brian Williamson on Instagram. Whenever a Q&A episode is coming up, we always post there and ask for questions as well on Twitter at I Can Explain Podcast at Brie Williamson. And what's your Twitter? I don't even fucking know what your Twitter is. Listen, nor do I. <laughs> <laughs> so just don't ask Sean on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we love to involve you. And as always, we love to hear from you on social media. So please give us feedback. Um, good or bad. Honestly. Good or honestly, give it Hit to us hard. Yeah, give yeah. it to us all. Like run us the fuck over yeah, with that like feedback. We, we need to know because if you're <laughs> thinking it, you're probably not the only one. It's also true. Like we're on episode thirty at this point. Like we want feedback. We want you to keep listening. We want to do what people want to listen like, to. If you want me off here, just let me know. Well, <laughs> She'll do it. We already know that. Uh, co-host <laughs> auditions <laughs> coming next Wednesday. Um, but yeah, on that note, once again, we're almost at a hundred followers on SoundCloud. If you're listening there, or if you're not, if you could go over and search, I can explain podcasts and give us a follow. That would be really cool. Wherever you are listening, iTunes, Apple podcasts, Android podcasts, any place you can find a podcast, please follow or subscribe. It means the world to us. It really helps us uh, get in more people's ears with the whole algorithm thing of the internet. Um, Also, word of mouth is our best friend. So if you have a friend that you think 
would like this podcast, have a laugh, maybe learn something. Scream at them. Yeah. <laughs> just scream at them right in their ear. Just surprise them yeah. from behind and just scream, I can explain podcast. And then just leave. Don't even explain. Don't that. explain anything. <laughs> Let us do that yeah. for you. Okay. Um, on that note, uh, we really appreciate it. Episode 30. It's super cool to have done a podcast for this long. Yeah. It's really been great being alive for 30 weeks. For 30 <laughs> weeks. Like, wow. Yeah. Like, I honestly didn't think I'd make it this long. Half a year, hell no. <laughs> and you can follow Sean and I at Sean Lusk on Instagram at Bram Williams, and we're desperate as always. And uh, we will see, see you around the neighborhood. Festively. <laughs> <laughs>